Sorry, guys. We are a little bit late because uh, Jay, Stadium Sports here, joining me, forgot <laughs> that we start at 8 instead of 8.30. So, uh, yeah, he broke uh, some land speed records on the way down here. But we're all good. So, yes, as I was saying, welcome back to FPL Juice, your place to come for the latest squeeze of all the juicy bits from your favourite game and ours, the Fantasy Premier League. Now, he's filling in admirably once again for young Ashley, who's come down with a terrible, terrible case of crap game week-itis. So uh, he's at home recovering from that, but more on that later. But, of course, joining me and doing the job that no one else apart from Ash can, kind of, uh, is the UK's answer to Ryan Seacrest. It is, of course, <laughs> Jay. How are we doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. That's all we can hope for. <laughs> um, and joining me is Nick. Coming up on tonight's show, we're going to be looking at some power ballad related football puns in a game some say is simply the best. Oh, it's love- punditry. <laughs> I love what you do. <laughs> and we'll find out whose team had a perfect day and whose team is suffering from broken wings in our Game Week 3 review. Amazing. And then we're going to be speaking to our juicy guest. Some say he's still the one to us. It is, of course, FPL Raptor. I love a bit of Raptor, mate. Now, we don't need another hero, but we've got one anyway. We're going to find out who was our August Manager of the Month in the Juice League. And finally, what's love got to do with it? Absolutely nothing. It's pure FPL and Juicy Questions is back. We'll give you our take on some burning issues. All of this plus we'll be reacting to all of your comments and all of your interactions during the live stream and anything else we can squeeze along the way, right? So, yeah. but first of all, Jay, now you are, <laughs> your heart rate's slowly uh, coming back down. Did he just ask down. me how I am? <laughs> I don't even know where I parked my car. I just like, left it. It's abandoned in the middle of the road so yeah we're all good guys thank you for joining us once again uh it's been a it's been a mad day on uh fpl twitter i don't know if you've been on it much but it's all kicking off yeah i saw your tweet and i hadn't caught up on it and i looked at your timeline and thought whoa what is going on hey there's some stuff going off yeah it's a mad one for us because we've got we've had guests from both sides of of the this seeming divide of uh fpl twitter it's like the old wwe versus nwo (laughs) back in the day so it's all going off, but we got we got friends in both camps, so it's yeah. all a bit odd. Uh, hopefully, we can have a peaceful evening here, though, right? Yeah. No, no, definitely. Nothing off. Definitely. Um, guys, once again, as you know, we have been nominated for two awards at the FCAs this year, so the Football Content Awards, both for Best uh, Fantasy Football Podcast and Best Fantasy Football video podcast as well so if you could do us a favor if you go to the football content awards website and vote for us there or you'll see in the uh little ticker running below me you can see it will tell you how you will be able to vote for us on there as well it'd be nice for us to do a do a leicester the underdogs yeah and try and uh, try and win something um also as always guys if you can retweet uh the tweet we just put out telling people to join the show it'd be great to get as many live viewers on with us as possible makes the questions more fun makes the interactions more fun as well Uh, i think we just saw grady pop up there hey mate hope you're doing good um yeah and drop us a channel drop us a follow on all the channels and all the socials awesome stuff and james was telling me before you can now become a member of uh fpl juice there's a membership program I think it's what is it, James? Two pound fifty a month, two ninety nine a month on YouTube, and it entitles you to 
early access to content. Discounts on FPL merch. Pre-released FPL juice events. And you get to support me, Ash, and Jay in our quest with a metaphorical cuddle. But if we get to meet in person, we will repay that metaphorical cuddle for a real-life bear hug. Potentially, depending if Ash gets his tag off in time for the meetup. So, without further ado, we are going to have a little play of punditry. Yes, we are. So, go for it, James. Oh, wow. Look at the fireworks. Very nice. I feel like I'm at a Celine Dion concert. (laughs) Beautiful stuff. So, yeah, this week's theme is Power Ballads. Um, Guys, if you haven't already entered, there's still time. Just head over to the tweet where you will find this picture behind me of the beautiful Celine Dion, the Canadian songstress. And uh, you can still enter, so your best footballer slash power ballad puns will be appreciated. The winner, as always, has the show named after them. So, first one, Jay. Yeah. Have you prepared a couple? I've got a few. Just to give... Oh, how, okay. how much have we got? We've just got just two. A couple. Couple. Just a couple. Couple. So pick your best two. So let's see. Let, you can go first. Well, what's your, what's your first one? What you got? So I've got Live and Let Dire by McCarthy and Ings. Very good. Very good. It's a triple. It's a triple. Got to respect that. (laughs) I've gone for a bit of uh, Bonnie Tyler. Right. Singing Total Eclipse of Joe Hart. Nice. Very nice. Ironically, his career has been eclipsed. I'm hoping that he could have a little second second wind, as David James did later in his career. (laughs) Right. So I've got... Diamonds are for Evra. Very good. Very yeah. good. It's another tell you. It's two in a row. There's some classics coming yeah. out. There's some classics. My final one, well, it's a little bit of a stretch, but I like it. It's Bon Jovi living on a Pereira. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That, that yeah. deserves applause, James. Come on, James. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, I like to, that one. hard to get it out yeah. sometimes, isn't it? So yeah, guys, gives you a little idea of how to do it or how not to do it. And uh, yeah, we'll see what your entries are saying later yeah, on yeah. in the show. I had a little flick through Twitter earlier and I noticed, I try not to read them before we come yeah, on. Yeah, I don't read them because I'll, I'll just take them. Flicking, yeah, <laughs> flicking through. I did see a couple of uh, belters. So yeah, be looking forward to that later. Right, let's jump straight in. I'll tell you what, even though you were late, we're on time for the first time ever. You've got to go through this all the way through the show, isn't it? Ten past eight, game week three teams. It's all running to clockwork. So, oh yeah, we've gone early, right? Don't reveal the picture behind that, James. You nearly did. Uh, This was from earlier on today. We have now reached new new levels of, of poorness. We are managing to get down thumbs before we've even gone live. We are people aren't even giving us a people. Yeah, someone's <laughs> someone's said that we're like good mates with the clique or Plonka or anyone. Like we're NWO. We are the NWO. We are Hollywood Hogan. It's all gone wrong. So yeah, we're getting down likes before we've even gone on air. We haven't even got a chance to disappoint you. And you've already decided. At least let us. At least let us start and then be bad. You know, 
<laughs> Here he is, Raptor. How you doing, mate? We're looking forward to joining you on the uh, live very shortly. Um, so, James, if you could, rather than the uh, team you were going to show us, let's have Ashes. Right, guys, <laughs> let's just tee this up. For those of you who don't know, Ash is not here to defend himself, but that's not going to stop us absolutely tearing into his team. So he played his wild card. He'd had a, he'd had a terrible, <laughs> terrible start. Right? If anyone's a, feeling bad, <laughs> tune in now. Tune in. This will make you feel bad. If you've got any mates that have never played the game, just randomly, blindly pick players, they still have done better than that this week. So he'd had a terrible start, it was fair. Two, two game weeks in, he was slipping behind massively already. And that was the point he chose to play his wild card to set everything and correct the course, get the ship back online. Look at the state of this team. <laughs> so, not only... I mean, Raya, fair enough. Look, he started the season well. Not really going to argue too much with that. Reese James, all right, he got unlucky there. Yeah. He got unlucky there. But still, oh, man, that's bad. Cancelo, Tanganga, fair enough picks. I think they'll they'll go on to do well. But look at this. Jota, which, to be fair, Firmino's injured, right? He is. So that could go on to be a good pick. Rafinha, obviously, you know, good player to have in team. Bruno, just as everyone's now dropping him because Ronaldo's landing in the teams, Ash has brought him in. Ben Rama decides to have his first game of the season where he does nothing. Pascal Gross. What are you saying about Pascal Gross? <laughs> Who? Why is he in that team? And he's gone Lukaku and Kane. Now, obviously, they're two quality players and they will... I'm sure go on to both have great seasons, but it just sums up Ash's luck so far that he's managed to captain Kane for a two-pointer, bringing Lukaku, who's done nothing. And even his bench, I mean, there's nothing on that bench to really uh, get anyone excited. So he must have five mil in the bank. That's all I can think. When I look at that team, I think, how are you? I mean, I know he's got Lukaku and Kane up front, but yeah, there seems to be a real, real problem there. Right. I feel a bit guilty actually because I brought in I know I brought in Ben Rama and I captain Kane so I kind of feel a little bit see I I mean Ash you'll be watching this back I mean there's nothing you can say to defend yourself and that is obviously why you've not turned up tonight because you just could not find a way of justifying some of these decisions but listen I'm sure you'll get your time what now not with, with Ronaldo? We're not going to talk. We're not. We're not going to get too much now. But we've got a few questions yeah. uh, from Twitter this afternoon, which all of them pretty much revolve around Ronaldo. So we'll yeah. come on to that shortly. But man alive, that was a bad week. He's going to have to take some hits. He's going to. Yeah, he's just done a wild card, and now he's going to have to take hits on top to uh, to to somehow resurrect that team. But it wasn't all bad for the Juice Boys. <laughs> Let's have a look at my team, James. <laughs> Oh, your team. oh yeah. I think you your team. Forget your team. You can't celebrate when you have one good week. Right here we go. Seventy-four. Wow. Points. Nice little uh, studio. Now up to twenty-one k. It's all going quite a little bit too well. I'm sure it'll be derailed. So far, not having Bruno has not punished. Other than that first week, has not punished. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, that's gone all right. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. thinking I'm going to carry on without Ronaldo as well. Okay, but. Let's see how it goes. Okay. I do want to upgrade on Ings, but I'm thinking maybe just go DCL. But let's see what's happening. So, again, obviously Sanchez in the team. Um, you know, anything out of him is just a bonus, really. Not going to 
bank too much on the free trans uh, on the uh, clean sheets. Trent obviously popped up with it, sis, but clean sheets. Hoping that obviously Chelsea was a tough game. I'm hoping yeah. that Trent will prove his value. I'm seeing a lot of people talking about dropping him so that they can get Ronaldo or Lukaku in their teams. I wouldn't. I'd keep him in. I think Trent's just great value and he's going to prove that as the season goes And on. I think Van Dijk's getting better. I mean, the way he shrugged off Lukaku in that game, yeah. you think he's, he's starting to come back to, he's definitely to top gonna, form. He's going to have a, a good effect on that yeah. team for sure. So yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely going to be keeping Trent. I think seven and a half million, I think he's... Yeah. He, he can get near enough the same points that Ronaldo would probably get. For me anyway. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, Livermento, you know, took a bit of a punt. You know, obviously at Newcastle, I thought they might have a chance of a clean sheet, but didn't quite work out. Cresswell got another assist, so he's ticking along yeah, nicely nice. for me as well. Livermento is probably the best four million defender. Oh, uh, I, I think so because he can, you know, he can play on the right side of midfield as well. So you've got potential, yeah, out of position player there. So for sure, for sure, all good with that. Um, seemingly as well, obviously with um, you know Simicast as well. Well, I, I've brought in Brandon Williams this week okay uh, we're not going to show our next game week teams because obviously we've got the international break in between but at the minute I brought in Brandon Williams because I didn't want to lose out on the Simicast value mm. so I've just done a quick swap just to give myself another just so I've got enough starting defenders yeah, yeah of course um, but yeah in the middle of the park Son you know just keeps on ticking along again yeah, I think he's yeah. great value at 10 million yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do uh, although he's gone up now hasn't he is he a 10.1 now maybe should be probably um, but yeah I think he's I think he's doing really well uh, so I won't be looking to get rid of him anytime. Grealish got the assist, looked busy again. Um, looked like he played well to me. I think again he could be someone that is he worth eight million? I don't know. He, he looks like he's going to be carrying on playing for a fair while. So I think he's great value still. But there's just a lot of other performance. You've got obviously Jota, who will be under his price. You've got um, obviously Ben Rama, as we know. You know, even the likes of Saar and, and Greenwood, yeah. obviously, I've already got. But there's there's a lot of players. Dan James now going to Leeds. He yeah, might of course. Well. And Torres. Especially yeah, with City not getting a striker. I think he could be uh, yeah, someone so to look at. I mean, it could, it could be that he's not. But I feel like he could have Halls Grealish. I think he's got him in him. And I quite like keeping him in for the moment, just as yeah, a little okay. bit of a different player. Um, Salah, obviously, just doing Salah things. Greenwood still just... Just performing. It's a shame that Ronaldo's gone there. Just for I was going to say, yeah. Uh, um, is is to, he going to play? I'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, Rafinha, you know, always involved, but just didn't didn't yeah. come away with anything this weekend. And then Antonio, as a captain, absolutely really smashed it. Um, as a lot of people, he did as well. Ings four pointer. You know, he's just doing enough. He's almost like a bit of an Ollie Watkins of this season. He's just doing little just, bits, yeah. every, making it quite hard to drop yeah, him. Yeah. But they have got a hard run coming up. And Calvert Lewin's just looking. Yeah, you got some easy switches. Looking great. So I'm thinking yeah. Ings to DCL is a fairly straightforward yeah. one. And Adam Armstrong on the bench. Just he's done well for you. He's doing all right. I, I called him when he was like one percent owned or whatever. I called yeah. him, put him straight in my team when he joined. Um, and yeah, look, I mean, he come up with a with a goal for me when he was in the team. Now I've benched him. He got the assist, but what can you do? You know, he's, he's he looks dangerous. He's nice yeah, to have in like your him. team, and he'll it's he'll, good price. He'll go up in value. six. I think he might be moving up tonight. Uh, up to 6.1 yeah uh, and Simicast obviously moved him out take the profit and Amati another 4 point well it was 4.0 so yeah just building up that value now um, so cool obviously we haven't got your team to show but how did you get along this week not very good better than Ash yeah he's made me feel really good about myself <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty happy no I um, 
I'll, see, I'll talk a bit more about it on the uh, FBL Juice Roundup show. Yes. But, um, Don't forget to catch that, guys. The FBL Juice Roundup show! Um, yeah, I basically went against every advice that I was told to do on Fantasy Football Fix. And uh, <laughs> FBL Raptors here tonight, which is great. Um, and decided to take a minus four point hit and bring in Ben Rama and Kane and Captain Kane and ended up with 46 minus the four points, 42. So mm. me being me, like not listening. <laughs> Got to listen to the story of the my experts, life, mate. but you know. Got to listen to so, the experts. Yeah. So I wonder if Swift Spurs, obviously touching on Kane, do we think that the way that Nuno's got them set up, are they going to be more of like a team that just tries to keep it tight and score the odd goal? You know, I don't know. I just they thought... they were super attacking under Mourinho, but yeah, it... I just thought home game, his first start, you know, I thought with, with the crowd behind him, him putting yeah. away that, all the Man City talk, that he's going to put on a performance and it just didn't... This was like a Saturday morning job as well. It's like, and I had Antonio as captain and just... But it's okay. There's always someone else worse off than me. So, you know, that's the way I look at it. His name is Ash. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, so, yeah, we are going to have a chat with uh, with uh, Raptor in a moment. Mm-hmm. See what we can... Jump on now if you're on, uh, Ross, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a chat with him and, and, and see what's going on. I think at the minute, what rank are you sitting at in with your I didn't even look. Team? Oh, it's one of them weeks. Yeah, it? it's one of those weeks. <laughs> I think it's like nine hundred or something. Wow, mate! I think it. I but think only, it's basically like twenty. It's only twenty points well. between me and like one hundred and thirty. It's not like oh, yeah. it sounds bad, but there's not much in it. You don't have to justify it to me, mate. I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> Try and justify it to myself. <laughs> Even producer James had a good week this week. What did you get, James? Seventy nine points or something. Seventy four. Oh, same. I'm oh, sorry. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. You've brought in Ronaldo already. Interesting, wow. okay. interesting stuff. Come on, and let's see your let's see your team, and we'll we'll pull it apart. I'm not going to tease. Why would we tease you? Well, I mean, there is Troy Deeney was in this team last time I looked at it. I saw Troy Deeney, and then I think he had one of the few people to have Vardy. Yeah, he's got Vardy. To be fair, I'll give James his props. He put in Deli Alley from game week one and he's doing quite well for him so far. But he did say to me earlier he's Deli Alley's gonna outscore Ronaldo. What? <laughs> <laughs> right, where's this team? Come on, James. Oh, here we go. Right. So That's your new team. What's what, what sort of man picks Hoberg <laughs> in his team? James, explain yourself. Why is Ben Teke there? Who's Why have you got triple Spurs? Who's Richardson? He's a Spurs fan, isn't he? I know that, but still. These are these are the things we want to know, right? Who is Richardson? <laughs> and why is he in your team? <laughs> Um, Why have you got Mings? Pinnock's done well for you. Have you had Pinnock since the start? You can't have done. Really? How did you know about him? From this show. Yeah, you definitely didn't learn anything from this show. Um, But yeah, Luca Dean 
He's obviously doing well. It's such mm. a strange team. It's a weird team. <laughs> isn't it? Look at that. <laughs> Harry Maguire. It's making me sweat yeah. looking at it. The triple Spurs midfield with Hoiberg. Ross, can so you hear weird. us? Can you hear us, Ross? Hello, yes, I can. Oh, how you doing, mate? You're hey, right? Ross, you're right. We were doing a bit of we were doing a bit of filler by looking at because we were running slightly ahead of time. We were doing a bit of filler looking at James's weird team. Yeah, I think Ross, you're going to need to help him. He needs a <laughs> fantasy football fix kind of algorithm going on that. <laughs> so, mate, how's things going? Yeah, all good. Thanks. You'll have to let me know if my camera and uh, microphone are synced up. I've had issues with them being about two seconds out of sync. James knows about all of my laptop issues, so you'll have to let me know if it's completely out of sync. Looks, looks good to us, mate. Looks, looks all looks all good. Um, congratulations, first of all, on the podcast. It's all going well. People subscribing, yes. loads of good feedback. Everything I've seen has been really positive about it. So yeah, well done, mate. Glad to glad you're producing some awesome content and with some actual. Thank you very much. As well. Thanks for your yes. Uh, yeah. I do my I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's all it's all going well, and obviously the book as well. Since we last spoke to you, you know, we you're on the end of uh, season show. Oh, the mind game. You, yeah. There it is. As you know, we it's gave subliminal away. messaging. It's like advertising, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, everyone I speak to now feels like they've got to buy a book. Yeah, straight <laughs> after this. So we've had, um, well, the winner of the FPL Juice uh, Manager of the Month competition actually won a copy of your book. So he'll be getting one sent to him. Oh, look at this. Yeah, look at the product's placement is just all over the place. This is lovely. <laughs> is that a black mm. current? <laughs> it is indeed a bit a bit of juice in the fpl juice uh, i use it all the time every time i'm in a meeting i've got it like i always turn the logo as well to make yeah, sure yeah. that it's facing the screen oh this old thing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no so um we had um obviously a little chat about your book where you know in terms of when you first started thinking about doing it so it's all come to fruition it's all printed it's selling out number one bestseller in football on amazon was it at one point it was temporarily. I mean, they, so they update it every 24 hours based on like past sales. But yeah, at that time, I'd sold more copies than I it was like Gary Neville, Roy Keane, all of those were up there. So I had that claim to fame for about, it was about a day, a day or two, I think. Right. You got to take it. Don't, don't play it down. It's awesome. Awesome achievement. And um, yeah, it's obviously literally being sold all over the world. It must be a mad thing to see obviously all the, all the positive reviews on Amazon, all that sort of stuff as well. So, Really, really, really good to see. Have you um sort of had any sort of strange feedback? Have you had anyone contacting you, kind of trying to get really deep in it with you? Yeah, I think interestingly, because there's a, there's only a small section on this in the book, but I think the thing that people are most interested in is how can they control their emotions? How can they stop like knee jerk transfers? How can they stop being so angry? How can they stop letting captain fails and and disastrous weekends just completely derail their weekend. And I've had, I've had it myself. I mean, as somebody that understands psychology, I still struggle as well. And I've had times where my fiance said to me sort of, what are you, why are you so like bothered by this? And it gets it, enough to completely ruin your weekend. So obviously I, I made sure to focus a little bit of that in the book about how you can cope with your emotions, neutralize, dampen those negative emotions. So I think the, mainly the people that reach out to me are just to talk a little bit more about the negative side of, of the game. Mm. In a, in a kind of mental health way, do you think? 
Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and it's such a big part. And I think some people don't realize that uh, a lot of the people that just can sort of like brush it off think how crazy that you can be so negative, negatively affected by the game. But I think for sort of 70, 80% of us, I think it really does have the ability. Obviously there's highs and lows that if with, without the pot, without the negatives, the positives wouldn't be as positive. So you need those low aspects of the game, but it's also important to understand how you can deal with those. For sure. I think you do see a lot of it, especially on Twitter. Don't you see a lot of people that yeah. feel like it can really, really get to them and affect their, their own kind of real world lives, if you like, you know, it's, and it's, it's sad to, to see it happen, you know, but it obviously does affect a large number of people. And I think we've touched on the gambling aspect before. A lot of people, I think, you know, have got into fantasy football as a way of trying to get away from actual gambling and stuff like that. And it's almost, brings up some of those emotions for them as well. So I think you, you do have to be really careful. And it's nice, obviously, that you're, you know, available to reach out to and people feel that they can do that with you. It's, it's good to have some uh, proper <laughs> some proper kind of uh, expert opinion on it rather than just someone going, it'll be all right, mate, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's the big thing. A lot of people's response to... If someone says I'm really struggling, a lot of people will say, oh, don't worry, it's just a game. If you're someone that suffers with mental health issues, that's almost like a a kick in the nuts. Like someone saying, oh, don't worry, it's just a game as if to say you shouldn't be feeling that way. So uh, if anyone if anyone has anyone reach out to them and says that they're struggling with anything, don't say it's just a or you shouldn't be worried about that or it's just a game because all that does is make someone feel like their their emotions aren't worthy and they shouldn't be feeling that way so rather than say that acknowledge it say that sucks and then try and work on solutions and i think that's the best way because for most of us this isn't a game we wouldn't be sat on a tuesday night at half eight Mm. chatting about this for free essentially if we didn't love it more than just a game if it wasn't something so important to us so and the people watching as well so yeah that would be my number one bit of advice if you're trying to give people advice don't lead with don't worry it's just a game because that that's never gonna that's never gonna end well no exactly ross i don't know you know how long you've been playing the game but have you, is this something that's kind of increasing this whole mental health side of things i mean do you see like there's a trend year on year, year on year that this is this is increasing amongst all players because I, I kind of see a yes. lot on the F, on the twitter community where you know i don't know i've heard people say you know people shouldn't be putting up their you know great scores because other people haven't had a you know, good scores and you shouldn't be talking about mm. it. And is this something that you're seeing that's increasing year on year? Absolutely. And so uh, alongside the book and alongside sort of the articles that I write during my PhD as sort of a side project, because my PhD is in sports psychology as a side project, but completing actual psychological research into the effects of fantasy football on mental health. And there's just no research in it. Uh, there's quite a little, well, not, I would say quite a bit. There's sort of like five to 10 papers that have been carried out on American football. Cause obviously it's very big, the NFL and, and, and American fantasy football is about, I think there's about 250 million players worldwide. So it's, it's way, way bigger than soccer or football as we call it. So, but there are absolutely no studies in fantasy football, no studies in FPL. So the mental health side of the game is being completely neglected. And it's important that we do this research because there are, we've already started to identify, identify ways that the game themselves, not just us as managers, but the game makers themselves could improve the way that we experience the game. And there are ways that they could reduce the negative aspects. And it's very important that we actively seek these solutions. But going back to your point about, is it like increasing year on year? I think it's the social media aspect. And that is discussed a little bit in my book. Social media amplifies everything. It's basically like a speaker for, for all of the problems we experience in life because you have such ready ready access as you say to so many other people normally if you score 29 points or whatever it was that ash scored normally he'd just switch off and say oh that's a crap score Does, doesn't matter particularly yeah. but now he goes onto social media and you can compare 
with like 30, 40,000 other people. If you look at some of these, like Andy, when he posts his score, he gets like 400 responses. You click on those people's profiles, they're replying to other people. Within just a few minutes, you can see hundreds, thousands of people's other scores. And it's that social comparison is always the thing that makes us feel bad. And as you just said, if you had more of a social comparison to those poor scores, if we saw more people posting when they had bad weeks, it would make us feel a little bit better about that. So that's what I suggest to people. If you're going to post your score, post it when it's good, post it when it's bad. And it makes people realize that we're never going to hit that top score every week because it's just, it's not feasible. No, for sure. Um, yeah. I think definitely for, for well, obviously as a, as a, as an FPL podcast, we don't take ourselves, we, we play the game to the best of our ability, but we don't take ourselves too seriously, as you know. And we I'll always make a conscious effort of you know whatever if it's a good week it's a bad week you don't treat a bit like the old Rudyard Kipling uh poem you know if you can treat me success and failure yeah. and treat these two imposters the same or whatever it is oh, very yeah. much a bit highbrow <laughs> bit of highbrow for you there James that would be clipped <laughs> <laughs> um if it, Ash was here I'd be explaining this to the guy who did the jungle book that was the only way I'd be able to uh... makes the cakes doesn't he <laughs> yeah Mr Kipling um but no I think you do have to just you know don't get too excited when it goes well and don't be too disappointed when it when it goes wrong um and it Spot is you, you do have your your whole season it is it is ups and downs and you know no one's gonna like you say no one's gonna have a great week every week but I definitely think in the last year like maybe because of lockdown and people doing more stuff online people have kind of lost a bit of their interpersonal skills maybe and you see people kind of reacting differently to people people are frustrated you know because of being locked down their jobs and money and everything's all the stress of covid and all that sort of stuff people are reacting you see it people are definitely reacting to other people differently online and we've yeah. seen it i don't know jay i was just speaking to him just before we came on brief, briefly obviously about all the, the the stuff kicking off on twitter today and it's like man people are real like on the edge of you know, and just getting so upset and, and, and you know, and, and biting at each other so quickly over over whatever they feel like they can. It's 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 mad, really. Like, and we don't need it yeah. to be like that. People do need to be a bit more... Because there is things you just wouldn't say... No, you wouldn't. ...face to face. But for some reason, people feel like, oh, it's on Twitter, and I'll just... doesn't matter. I can say what I want. Yeah. It's interesting. There's been a, a bit of a switch. So one of the main benefits of fantasy football and gaming in general, if you look at, have a look at a lot of the mental health literature is it's used as a form of escapism. So for those of us that need to escape from everyday life, Oh, I can't see you guys. Are you still there? Oh, I think James is just messing around with the camera. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. All good. Um, <laughs> we yeah, can so see, we can when, hear you. Okay. That's the, that's the main thing. So um, when we, yeah, we, we treat gaming and fantasy football as a way to escape from everyday life. And for those of us that are struggling with gambling, mental health issues, family issues, we log on to Twitter and we log on to FPL and it allows us to escape. But I think, as you say, because of the way lockdown's been, they've almost, there's almost been a shift in roles. And I think we spend more time on social media and more time invested in fantasy football because the real world has just become completely non-existent. And I feel like almost now we've gone too far the other way. And I, th I think we need the opportunity to get out and we need to spend the majority of our living of our life, living our lives, and then need to spend that, that minority playing fantasy football. And I think people get so caught up in, in Twitter and FPL that they see it as the, the main, most important part of their life. And even for content creators, even for those people that are making loads of money from FPL, it shouldn't be to be on end all to them. Even if it's your job, there should still be other aspects of life. And I think people get a little bit too caught up. Um, and yeah, people need to start using the technique of take a step back from Twitter, wait 20 minutes. And if you still want to, I do it all the time now, 
all the time and and it helps you number one be on twitter less or on social media less and number two you don't say things so impulsively because sometimes i'll type a response out if someone's been horrible about my book or my, my youtube channel say someone said something misogynistic on twitter and i go to type out this angry response from swearing and i just think take a step back is there another way i can approach that situation and often i'll still respond to that person but you can do it in a much more logical manner mm. and normally when you do that they can't then go back it in. It just makes them angry because they they want you to bite. That's the whole point of this. If someone responds to you in an angry way or posts a comment, they want you to bite. They don't want you to sell it. I'm really sorry. They, they want you to go back at them. So yeah, it, it's a difficult one, but I think we're so invested in FPL and we're so invested in, in this. If you've got an FPL account and you've got an FPL, FPL Raptor, like I'm clearly very invested. I've created this like alter ego for myself. So I think it's difficult. We, we care so much about the game. We care so much about our personas on Twitter. So yeah, it's, it's been a very, I, I've tried to stay off it a little bit Twitter today. That's what, I, that's what I recommend you do. Unless you're directly involved in something, if there's a way that you can step out of it and not get involved, then I highly recommend that. Yeah, definitely. hundred yeah, percent. Good advice. Um, Shall we have a little look at your team? James, can you pop that up? Um, how's it all, how's it all been going so far this season, mate? Yeah, good, good. Um, I'm, I'm trying to use my book. So it might sound like a strange thing to say, but whilst I know all of these psychological concepts and whilst I know all of these techniques, unless you explicitly try to implement them, you're not just going to naturally be amazing at making all these decisions and avoiding all these cognitive biases. It, no one naturally does that. The whole point of cognitive biases is that we're not perfect as human beings. So of course, I'm not just going to be naturally. So I'm using the book as if I, I've bought the book myself and this external person is telling me and i'm making sure that i'm implementing and it is working really really well and i'm trying to play to my own strengths as opposed to trying to become a manager that i'm not i'm not trying to follow late riser or heisenberg i'm not trying to follow any of these elite managers and their own techniques i'm playing the game independently of ownership apart from for videos i'm not looking at ownership i'm not being swayed by the stuff going on twitter i'm not letting other people influence me and i'm playing my own game and yeah it's, it's working really well and i'm sat at 70k at the moment Cool. Uh, didn't have a great game week three. I think I was at about 45, 50 K ish um, after game week two, I think I got 65 points in game week three, which is absolutely fine. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy. I put a, tw- I put a post out on Twitter that said that if I went for Ben Rama, if I went for Rafinha over Ben Rama, I would be 380 K. And if I went for Greenwood over Gundogan, I'd be three K and I'm 70 K. So the point is, as we were saying that, that there's such big swing by just like 20 points i could be 3k or 400k so at this stage if you've got a great rank soak it up you might not get it ever again so i'm not saying don't enjoy it but if you've got a terrible rank don't worry at all uh there were some people that were like three or four million in game week three last year and finished in like the top 5k so it's perfectly feasible don't worry about rank i'd say until like game week 10 game week 11 because like there's 40 points between 500k and like 5k yeah. So that's 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 the difference between a good week and a bad week. If you if you scored ninety points this week, you could shoot up like a million or two million places. So, yeah, um, I'm I'm very very happy with my start, but I'm not getting carried away. No worries. Uh, can see. So running through your team, obviously Sanchez. I'll touch. Obviously, we know about Shaw and Trent. How's uh, Connor Cody? Have you had him in since the start? Yeah. So that was a conscious. It was really lucky decision. I had Rafinha and a four million pound defender mm-hmm. on my bench. And I decided that I wanted my bench to be a little bit stronger. And I was eyeing up that game week four fixture swing in case I didn't wildcard. So I saw Cody and I thought I really want Cody on my bench for that game week four fixture swing to play instead of ailing. So I had that rotation in mind, but I couldn't because I had Rafinha. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna go with Ben Rama instead of Rafinha. I don't want to go with Ben Rama. I want to go with Rafinha, but yeah. I'll go with Ben Rama so that I can upgrade. And obviously 
not now oh. I've not only got a better defender now to rotate in that plays in Connor Cody and Wolves have looked really good. I also get all the points from Ben Rama. So again, I think it's important for content creators to acknowledge when they've been lucky rather than I'm not going to be like, I'm this like godlike character that made the perfect decision. It yeah, was just, yeah. just so happened that I had to downgrade Rafinha. But yeah, so I've had Cody since game week one. He's been on my bench every week, but I've been eyeing up from game week four onwards. He's going to be starting. I had a, um, a similar thing to be fair. I got quite lucky because I wanted triple Liverpool and I had in all my drafts before I sort of had Jota, Salah and Trent. And then when obviously Simicast came to the four, I thought, well, I can't ignore a four million pound start in Liverpool. So I had to drop Jota and then I ended up bringing in Greenwood. And obviously he's done yeah. great, but yeah. I, I wouldn't have had him otherwise. It was only because Robertson, if Robertson didn't get injured, I wouldn't have had all the Greenwood. Point. I just It was like luck. Sometimes it just falls into your lap, doesn't it? But, um, but yeah, yeah, these 50 50 decisions at the start of the season are just massive. And that's why you just can't beat yourself up. Look at the decision making process. Don't engage in outcome bias and hindsight bias. Look at the decision you made. If you've gone, if you've gone with Rafinha over Ben Rama, for example, you're about 20 points down. Was that a bad decision? Absolutely not. Rafinha is a proven asset with good fixtures from game week five onwards. If you chose Rafinha over Ben Rama, that's a fantastic decision. And just because the outcome didn't go your way, try not to beat yourself up. And that's why I just wouldn't be looking at rank too closely for that reason. For sure. Um, and yeah, good good front three, all sort of firing on all cylinders at the minute. Yeah, the, 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 this week in particular, the two of those front three are slight issues with respect to fixtures swinging yeah. and Wilson's potentially injured as well. But I knew that from the start. I, I thought for the first three weeks, I want Ings and Wilson and they've performed really well. And I always knew that around game week four, I'd like to take at least one of them out. But I knew that DCL, Bamford and Jimenez all had really nice fixture swings. So that I'm not I'm not surprised now. Like, oh, crap, I didn't realise I was going to have really tough fixtures for those two. Like I've planned in advance. And I think, yeah, I'll definitely be moving on at least one of those to this week probably both of them but i've got two free transfers so cool man how, how far are you planning ahead um i'm looking at about 10 to 12 weeks at all times but i'm planning sort of four to six weeks right. uh so i i know the fixtures up until sort of game week 12 14 now but i'm not like planning that far advanced but for example picking the likes of connor cody picking the likes of antonio who i know i can keep till game week six game week seven i think it's important to for most of your team, look at like four weeks, but at least sort of 30% of your team, you want to pick with 10 game weeks in mind because otherwise you're going to force yourself into an early wildcard. If you've picked a team that's only going to work for the first four game weeks, you're forced to play your wildcard in game week four. So yeah, I'm planning sort of four to six weeks, but I know the fixtures for at least what, 10 to 12. Cool, man. Um, we played a little game with, uh, we had Lynn uh, on, the, on the show last week. And we did a little bit of, I thought you'd, you'd like this, a little bit almost um, armchair psychology. We had a bit of a, a bit of psychiatry and we got to relax, clear our mind. So I want if, Ross, if you can do the same. Close your yep. eyes. Close your eyes, relax. Right. And we're going to do the old, you won't feel a thing. And it's going to be like the old uh, word association game. So I'm going to, I'm going to say a word and I just want you to say the first thing that comes into your head when, when I say it. Okay. Are you going to send? Are you going to censor me if I if I start swearing, James? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. So yeah, it can be anything that comes to it, whether it's a person, whether it's a, an, an emotion, whether it's a, whatever you want. Right. So the first word, Ronaldo. Happiness. Oh. Nice. Mm. Uh, second word, beef. Onka. <laughs> <laughs> Pep. Bald. 
power ballad? Winnie Houston. Yes. Nipples. Ow. 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 <laughs> no cow. Not oh, cow. cow. Not the matter like nipple clumps. Cow. Yeah, that's what I was right. thinking. You're not, was you're not getting an insight into my personal life. <laughs> uh, template. Bruno, for some reason. Differential. I don't know why Callum Wilson popped into my head. Erotic. Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played, Ross. That's all. That's all the words you've uh, given us a good insight into your mind there. Um, oh, yeah, just 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 to, just to specify, it was cow, not owl, when you said yeah, nipples. Yeah. I don't have overly sensitive nipples. <laughs> <laughs> the chafing is too much. Um, yeah, we uh, we might. We should co- we should give that game a name. Maybe the mind game. We should uh, copyright that. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah good name. Uh, <laughs> right, we've got one other game as well. We played with with Lynn. New season, new games here. Right, so basically, you get to ask me and Jay like yes no questions, and you have to guess the FPL player that we're thinking of. And she was able to do it okay. last week. The time to be, it's going to be like a top gear kind of leaderboard come the end of the season. So the time, she's the only first one to play and she was able to get it in one minute 49. So, that's so I'm asking you questions about a player you're thinking of. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. correct. But what we're going to do, we're going to flash the player up in the screen so that people at home know who the player is. So if you could just avert your eyes. Uh, I've not got the stream open or anything. I'm just on Zoom. So. Oh, you're just on Zoom. Okay, James. If yeah. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> my, my laptop can't cope with the stream being open and zoom being open. <laughs> right james if you flash the player up so that's who we're talking about that, anyway. <laughs> right you can take it away now james oh true okay right so james you've got the timer ready oh no i forgot we do a timer brilliant so I'm asking about a current player, just yes and no, he's a current, yes and no questions, and then yeah. he's a current player in FPL. That's that's all. That's, that's, that's all we can say. That's all we can say at this moment. Okay. Right, James, you ready? Yep. Okay. As soon as you ask your first question, the timer will start. Ross. Okay. Are they are they a forward? No. Are they a midfielder? No. Are they a defender? Yes. Are they from one of the big big six clubs, the traditional big six? Yes. Okay, are they from a London club? No. Are they from Liverpool? Yes. Is it Joel Matip? No. Are they a fullback? Yes. Yes. Is it Simakas? No. Is it Andy Robertson? Yes. Yes. 33 seconds. Good work. Good work. Just Ross, where did Matip come from? <laughs> I, I, um, I th- you thought I we thought were going, going to for... like a double bluff. It was going to be too difficult. No, I just thought if you're going to go for a, 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 you're going to go for a weird player. And I thought the only Liverpool defender that you wouldn't initially think of would be Joel Matip. But overthought there you go. See, um, yep. was, that was I tell you, you can tell you're a master of uh, psychology. There, you were so calm and collected the way you just <laughs> narrowed it down. It's, yeah, very I bet good. you're good at guess who. 
<laughs> someone someone said to me the other day that I'm like the best character possible for guess who because I'm bald with a glasses yeah. and, a, and a beard. Does he have a beard? Yeah. Is he wearing an earring? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's awesome. Thank you for playing our game. Um, obviously, we'd like you to just uh, plug your book, just let people know where they can buy it and also where they can follow you for the podcast and subscribe to the podcast and all that sort of stuff. So take it away, mate. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Just to head over to my Twitter, I've got all of my links there. There's there's lots of stuff. But if you want to buy the book, you can click the link in my bio. My Twitter's just uh, at FPL underscore underscore Raptor. It's the double underscore that fools people. Double underscore. The, yeah, the single underscore was taken when I joined. The, there is two other FPL Raptors that are just they're not active. So, but yeah, I had to go for the double underscore. No worries. There is um, there's a couple of other FPL juices I noticed as well. What? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, they're much better than ours, but yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's a no, thing. No. It's a thing. There, there are FPLGs out there. I'm sorry to uh, to break the news to you, but there's only one FPLG uh, podcast, and that's all we care about. Um, Ross, thank you so much, mate. Thanks for joining us. I think it's your third time on the pod. Is it two virtual appearances and one in the flesh? Um, exactly. Yeah. And we do want to. We've been chatting with Jane. We we were going to try and sort out a meet up during this international break, but. It just got a bit tricky because it was kind of during the week and it was all a bit tricky. So we're going to try and sort something out a bit closer to Christmas time, hopefully. Um, so obviously we'd love it if you can yep. join us for yeah. that, of course. And we'll try and get as many people down for that and involved as possible. But um, yeah, thanks again for joining us, mate. And we will catch up with you soon for sure. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, See you later. Ross. Cheers, Ross. Take care, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, top man. Yeah. Always good. Always it's very good interesting. Yeah, because he just comes at it from a completely different um, sort of point of view to a lot to a lot of other accounts out there. So it's it's really interesting to see how. Yeah, I think the, I think the rank thing's really important because, like you said, there's not that much. No, you know I mean, if you're a million to you know half at least, there's nothing in it. So not at the moment, not at the moment. So I think people just need to remember that. Well, even like in the juice, when I look at like our our juice league, you know, there's like eight players in the top 10 all on exactly the same score you know so it just shows you you can easily yeah. catch up the ground they're all very happy about it oh, well I'd rather <laughs> if I'm not going to win I'd rather be outside I don't want to be too close where it's frustrating not to win um, so talking of that Juice League James if you wouldn't mind uh, popping up the Juice League so as you know we've come to the end of the month of August so yeah. we do have a winner of the first ever monthly juice league um and it is if james wants to bring it up drum roll or do you have it (laughs) (laughs) you you might not have it okay am i new Oh, dearie me. Uh, well, the winner is Tin Dow. Okay. And he Congratulations. Has, he has won. Do you want me to send it to James? What we're doing going forward. Guys, we are sorry to have to do this, but the new rules for winning the monthly prize, and this is in no way xenophobic, but we just can't afford the postage every time they're sending <laughs> these things all over the world. It's getting 
it's getting ridiculous. So, uh, from now on, prizes for the FPL Juice League will only... Physical prizes, like the Nintendo Switch and, you know, PS5s that we've given away and to South Africa and things like that. Hold on. Just let everyone know where all the big prizes... All the big prizes so far have gone. We've had two to South Africa, one to India, India, I think. yeah. And now, um, I think this is Vietnam. So we're global. We are global, but sadly, our budget for postage is not. So, <laughs> so from now on, it's going to be UK winners only. I'm afraid. Okay. But uh, yeah, just just moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> slash not sorry. Right. So oh, here's the there is the juice league. So as you can see, it was a massive. 297 scored uh, by Tindout and then closely followed behind uh, by Joe Widdison. So sadly, he did get in touch. He was hoping that Tindout was not going to give us a shout. But yeah, there's Joe now. Sorry, mate. Mate, Sorry about that. Well, you know what you have to do. Just do do what you did this month, next month, and uh, you can win it, win the prize next month. (laughs) Everything will work out. Uh, but yeah, so there's the top 10 for you guys. Uh, well done to everyone who is in that. Because I think I'm doing well so far this season. And I'm still like 22nd or something. I'm, I'm not even near the top 10. It's unbelievable. Uh, right, cool. What we're going to do now is we're going to have a look at some of your juicy questions, which have been uh, sent in to us via Twitter. Oh, join the juice. The membership program. Where can you join, James? Is it www.fplgeese.com? For all the benefits. Hello. Oh, here he is. If you navigate your way on our YouTube page, you will see that there is a subscribe to us join membership tab now. Um, it would be a really lovely way to support Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay, who gets paid too much. And Ash, who couldn't get here. Hold on, you get paid, Jay. <laughs> That's why, the, that's why the postage is gone now. It's a year. <laughs> I've only had a couple of beers for free, and that's it. <laughs> Who's muted himself? I haven't. No, he hasn't. Uh, anyway, that'd be really nice. So if you join the juice, it's two ninety nine a month, and it gets you all sorts of stuff that we haven't quite done yet. Uh, but it's a really nice way to support the guys. Cheers, James. Thanks for that. Um, right, juicy questions. Whisper that again, please. I may not have turned my mic up. Oh, brilliant. The technical man. (laughs) Right. Come on, James. Juicy questions. There was only one man it could have been about. All the questions that we've been sent. I've been a... Yeah, about (laughs) Ash. Where's Ash? (laughs) Sadly, it's a man... Even more greasy than Ash. <laughs> it is the one and only Cristiano Ronaldo. So obviously his return to the Premier League. He's been announced at 12 and a half million. Yep. Now we've got this question first up from FPL Fella. He quite simply has put Ronaldo or Lukaku. You can only own one in game week four. So on that basis, first of all, what's your first thoughts? I want them both. Okay. But for game week four, yeah. I'll go Lukaku. Me too. 
I I think that Ronaldo is an incredible, incredible player. However, twelve and a half million is a lot. Like, and I get that he's one of the best players in the world, but he is thirty six. He's not, even though he's not in his prime. Him being not in his prime is still incredible. Ah, oh, Chris Irvine, thank you so much, mate. Cheers, mate. He really is first your member. number one supporter. Number one supporter. First big up, big donator, up. first member. We should make him a t-shirt. Legend. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, twelve and a half million for me is just a bit too much. And I know some people wanted him priced at like eleven and a half. Other people saying it should have been thirteen. For me, I think. Am I alone? Do you feel? Do you not feel like that's he's Salah money, and Salah's a midfielder who's going to surely outscore him over a whole season? Am I mad? I don't know because I think it's because it's him. Like he's he's one of the best, isn't he? Ever, so he has to be at that kind of similar level. Playing playing devil's advocate, if you look at their strike records last year, Mm. so Lukaku scored. 24 goals in 36 games. Yeah. Ronaldo did 29 goals in 33. So he had a better strike record last year. Yeah. So I think they're looking at that, looking at what their comparative records are. Yeah. Um, I I thought he was going to come in around about 12, 12 and a half. You know, I, I did think he was going to come in for that. For it's me, whether he can do it. In the Premier League. Yeah. A bit more physical. It is a bit more physical. I mean... He will for sure. When when you look, he's obviously first game's Newcastle at home. Yeah. So if we're just looking at game week four, as fellas asked there. So Newcastle at home, dream fixture. Yeah. But also Lukaku um, against Villa at home, also a lovely fixture, right? So and as when's uh, Martinez won't he won't be there for be that? There will he? No. So you know, no. arguably that would tip it for me. Yeah. That's New what I'm goalie, with Lukaku. Playing against Lukaku. Chelsea a bit more settled. You know, I don't think Buendia's there games. either. No, Buendia's not going to be. Yeah, either. he's with um, Argentina as yeah. well. So, so, yeah. For me, I would definitely go Lukaku. I think Ronaldo's a fantastic player, but I just think 12.5's a bit much. But then I can see why he is that price, because everyone would have him. Literally everyone would have him if he was like, Eleven and a half, I guess. I just want, I just want Ronaldo in my team. Just, it's, it's just that look, yeah. It's the the it romance is, of it. It's it to say romantic. that I had Ronaldo once in my team. But then I just think if you look back to two thousand eight, two thousand, so the three seasons he was in the Premier League, and we're going back a long time ago. Now. <laughs> like so, two thousand six, two thousand seven, he scored two hundred and forty four points. Oh seven, oh eight, two eighty three. That was his massive thirty one goals, seven assists. But that was really like prime Ronaldo. Yeah. 08-09, the season he left, scored 18 and got six assists, got 206 points. But this is where I go a little bit. I'm thinking 206 points is a lot, but Trent can get 200 points. So he's seven and a half, and Ronaldo's 12 and a half. So do we want to rip up your team plus another five million, which can really take your average bench fodder player into yeah. a like, you know, a, a great a great player is, I don't know, it just seems like a lot, but he's selected in 4.7 squads already. James being one of them. I think it's a price increase by the time we get to, uh, I think they're locked. Four. I think they're locked. I thought they're locked for seven days. 
Is it just seven days? I think so. Oh, I thought they were somebody. Somebody can correct me. Yeah, yeah. Screen, we'll a, but I we'll think it's for seven days. Cool. Uh, so yeah, we both say Lukaku. Yeah, I think Lukaku. Yeah, question. I think Villa's there for the taking. Let's see. Uh, next question, please, James. No, we have this one. <laughs> ah. So we sort of touched on this one already. So yeah, Chris uh, has said, serious question, do you think FPL Taz got Ronaldo? What do you think would have been the right price? I think 12. Okay, yeah. Because I feel like I'm not the biggest fan of Lukaku in the world either. So it's a little bit tricky for me. I do I do think he's a bit overrated. But um, 12 million, I just kind of, I don't feel, I feel like he's, Bruno money. I don't feel he's Salah money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel Salah's like just that little level above. I think I think Harry Kane at twelve and a half was too much. That's too much. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I agree. So have, and he's and he he had a better season in terms of FPL last year. Yeah, yeah. Than Ronaldo would have done. I think if Ronaldo come in as a midfielder, then you can say twelve and a half. Yeah, because I mean, he's come as a forward. As a forward, and and I think twelve would have been. Yeah. About right. But having said that, it's nice to have some other forward options because there's not many this year. No. But it has what's what's nice is with these two guys, Lukaku and um Ronaldo coming in, it has shaken up the template somewhat. Yeah, and I think the premium players are of increase. Yeah. I think mean, you know, I think last year you had the likes of Grealish and Inacaccio, who's kind of comparative to the Abamyangs of mm. this world and this stuff. But now you've got Ronaldo, you've got Lukaku and Salah. I think they're your three. Yeah. Uh, kind of really, you know, they are premium players. So it's which two of that three you're going to have. Yeah, I, I just, for me, I'm seeing teams now where people are trying to shoehorn them both in and then they've got like two, four and a half million pound midfielders. I think the balance is all gone. Yeah. For, I, I like my team, the way it's set up at the minute. And if Ronaldo starts and just goes off on one, of course I'm going to be trying to get him in my team. You'd be mad not to. But I do think season long, um, I'm happy with the balanced team in a minute. And I think it only takes injuries, COVID outbreak, who God knows what's going to happen. Like you need some decent players. No, you do. Bench, you I, I think it's become a bit of a, a pep roulette at um, United. Like I think now we don't know who's going to start. Yeah. And I think that's where, that's kind of thing. A lot of people are like, okay, if I don't have Ronaldo, I want a Man United asset. Yeah. Who's going to start? And is Bruno, the, is, he, is he an asset? And I think I think there's a question. Well, the next so question, I'll just move we'll on to that. that. Yeah. But yeah, and you know, Sancho, Greenwood, you know, well, Rashford and Cavani, Rashford to come Cavani back well. to come back. You know, is Pogba so, going to play on the left? You know, there's a lot of questions now to be asked because you get the feeling Ronaldo's going to be the main guy up front. Yeah, and yeah. then it's everybody else falls in place. And who is that? It's it's tricky. I think the thing is as well, people are thinking as as much as Man United were decent last year. Um, they're not the Ronaldo of... Sorry, they're not the Man United. When Ronaldo left Man United, that was a different sort of thing. Yeah, of course, yeah. They were, you know, champions of Europe and all these sorts of things. It's not... They, they're not Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo. He's, no. he's He is going to be their main man, but is that worth 12.5 million as Man United's main man? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not a Kane. If Kane was at Man City and everything's going through him, I think, but Man United started the season really well, don't get me wrong, but... They're still not back at their prime levels yet. So we'll, I yeah, don't know. Have to wait and see. It feels like a little bit much for me. Um, but yeah, I can understand why they've priced him at that. Yeah. Just for the romance. Uh, right. Last question on Ronaldo, please, James. Uh, yes, there was. It was in relation to Bruno. Bruno. 
Exactly. <laughs> so it was seeing lots of wild cards almost exclusively without Bruno. Could Bruno become the differential? What we say in FPLGs is Bruno going to suddenly lose goals and assists because of Ronaldo. So what we saying? I mean, he's he's going to lose pens, right? Yes, surely. Yeah, I think he lose the free kicks as well. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because Ronaldo scores some amazing free kicks, but he doesn't score a lot. Like he misses, <laughs> he takes so many. You remember the way he is. He's gonna. I think it's a it's a really interesting one because during the Euros, they didn't seem to work together for Portugal. No, they didn't click at Bruno all. Ended up getting dropped. Didn't yeah, they? so it's gonna be really interesting to see how they gel together at United. I think he'll take the penalties, and I think he'll take the direct free kicks. He's got to, hasn't he? You know, just because his personality, he's not going to want to watch just anyone. Take. I think look, the rumours today was that Dan James left. They sold him to Leeds so that the number 21 shirt could be freed up for Cavani because that's, oh, Uru- yeah. that's his Uruguay number. Right, right, so he right. Could, so Ronaldo can have the numbers. If that's true, then... There you go, look. Paulie, there you go. He's uh, said exactly that. There you go. So I, I think he'll, he'll take over. Man, it'll be it'll be very very interesting to see what's happened. Um, there you go, lines I, I do think a hundred percent it affects Bruno. He is not going to be as good an asset with Ronaldo there, just because, as we've all seen for the last, Bruno's been better. I think points per game he must be since he came to the Premier League. Yeah. he must be even better than Salah. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Like if you look at the, the look at the stats, he's the one player ahead of Salah. Yeah, but. He has been perhaps the main man at Man United since he came. Now he's not going to be the main man, and they've had a lot of penalties. And if you think yeah. about, if you think about, you know, Salah tw- twelve and a half, he's on penalties. You know, Kane's on penalties, and then Bruno at twelve, he's not going to have penalties. Mm. So that so all of a sudden doesn't that make premium, him as attractive. You don't mind paying an extra million if if someone's going to yeah. be on, but it does swing it for you, but. I do feel like, yeah, it's 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 going to affect him. But as Steve says there, if he does, for whatever reasons, you know, start to just keep plugging away, still getting the the, the hauls, he is going to be a differential. That could be really, really interesting. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, but if I had him at the minute and I was on wild card, to be on the safe side, I would probably drop him. I wouldn't want 12 million tied no. up in... Bruno, as we speak, or 12.1 or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Bruno has blanked nine of the last 15 games. Interesting. He seems to just, if you look at the stats of what he does produce, he's always up there, isn't he? Yeah, he, he always is. Always up there. He is. Um, maybe it's just because he blanks and then scores three in a row. <laughs> you know, like scores. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I think Sancho will be someone who I'm quite keen to look at how he does because he could be the yeah. one that takes over. Because of his price, he's nine and a half. Yeah. And if he's getting that high consistency of assists and chances, then he could be a better better asset than Bruno for his price point. Yeah, Chris is saying, isn't it worth getting Ronaldo in early so you can downgrade if he doesn't take? For me, though, you're just breaking up too much of your team. To free up £12.5 to bring him in, you're going to be letting go some really good assets yeah. to squeeze him in. So you, by the time you probably need... You then want to spread the wealth out in your team. You, of course, you can downgrade him, 
But then if you want to spread those funds around, that could take you three or four game weeks if you don't want to take the hits to kind yeah. of get it back to a more balanced uh, look. But listen, I, I think I'm you've got to decide between Lukaku and, and Ronaldo. You know? Is he also not going to have his minutes managed? Somewhat. I think, think I heard the, some. The I heard the other day that Solskjaer said that he's going to start. Now, whether that was tongue in cheek, I don't know, but I can't see him being dropped that much. And even if he uh, plays seventy play minutes, every single game, and this is a freak of nature, minutes, isn't he? Like, he'll, he'll still return. He's built. He's built like the guy was born in a gym. Like it's ridiculous at that age to be that fit. And he dedicates his life. So he's not like a normal 36-year-old. I get that. Yeah. But still, he's like, like us, isn't he? He's like, he's like us, just without <laughs> the beer bellies. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, he is going to want to start every game because that's his mentality. Yeah. I just wonder if they will kind of manage him a little bit. But He might come off after 80 minutes, but I expect him to have returns after that. You know, I, I, you okay. give him 80 minutes, he's going to, I think he's going to return. So yeah, yeah. I don't, I've, I can't just see got so dropped. many good options. You know, I can't see him being dropped. I wonder how Lascelles and Fernandez are feeling about <laughs> <right> now. Yeah, <laughs> mate, they are. I mean, Newcastle, are, you know, as if they weren't having it hard enough. <laughs> Is anyone going to have a Newcastle defender? That's the question for that game. Mate, I'd have a Newcastle if defender there's... over an Arsenal defender <laughs> at the minute. I tell you, it's, it's all going wrong there. Um, yeah, look, I think if you've got any Newcastle defenders, if anyone's mad enough to own them. <laughs> definitely leave him on the bench for that game week uh cool right good stuff so thanks for your questions again guys really appreciate that now we're going to have a quick look at the stat slice from our friends at fantasy football fix thanks guys it's fbl phillips here back again reporting for fantasyfootballfix.com and here are my top three statistics for game week three Starting off with the first game of game week three, the 12.30 kickoff saw Manchester City beat Arsenal and it may surprise you to know that it was a substitute Riyad Mahrez who created the most big chances of the game week. Despite his shorter spell on the pitch after once again being benched by the famous Pep Roulette, Mahrez actually managed to grab himself three big chances created, which was two more than any other player of game week three. So despite being a substitute for the game, Mahrez was actually quite unlucky to only be delivering his own as four points. And you've really got to blame the Man City forwards for not putting away the Algerians' chances that he created. Moving on, and it was a former 4.0 defender who impressed me the most in Southampton's 2 all draw with Newcastle last weekend. Livermento managed to register himself three attempted assists, which was joint third only just behind the two Liverpool fullbacks. He was also just outside the top 10 in 11th place for expected FPL points for game week 3, which made him really unlucky for owners who started him to only receive one point last game week. And finally, if I asked you who you thought would have had the highest XG in game week 3 amongst forwards, I bet you wouldn't have said Chris Wood. The Burnley man registered three shots with two on total as Sean Dyche's side held leads to a one-all draw. Talking about differential at 1.9% owned, that's major differential. I bet you guys at Juice haven't talked about him just yet this game week, and I don't think there's really much room to the discussion, to be honest, when Antonio, Calvert-Lewin, Lukaku, Ronaldo, we've got to pick three from all of them already. Nevertheless, I'm not here to decide your teams, I'm here to give you my top three facts. There they were. Thanks for having me on again. Back to the studio. So yeah, we've been saying about Chris Wood quite a lot, haven't we, yeah. Jay? So uh, yeah, it's interesting that Fantasy Football Vicks have picked up on that as well. Yeah, I, I think is now they've got, <laughs> but the thing is, they've got a, a new left winger, haven't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. So might Do you know who it is? Creation, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine Pennant? Who is it? Um, Max Cornette. Oh, yeah. I did. Do you know what? Um, 
Jimmy the Claret. Yeah, I yeah. posted about him. Yeah, you're right. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, but yeah. He is meant to be good, yeah, according yeah. to Jimmy. Anyway, they've got Lennon back as well. <laughs> they got, can you imagine? <laughs> My God, it's a, it's a great. Uh, <laughs> I do think. Um, listen, I, I I do think I wouldn't go for Chris myself, but listen, those guys over there at Fancy Football Fix are never wrong, and Riyad Mahrez. It's a shame he's not getting the minutes. He deserves better. He deserves to play every game, that guy. He's so good. But we all the know he never. we have this conversation oh. every season. He's not going to play every single game. It's so And it's annoying. like people just get frustrated. Just don't, hate don't go there. But then do you think, like, like we just heard, do we just go for him anyway? Because he doesn't need 90 minutes to do damage. For nine and a half million, though, would you? I don't like the... I hate the frustration. It's the mentally it kills me seeing yeah. all my players benched like if they're premium assets. And I've had it so many times with um, uh, earning Sterling and, and Mares and De Bruyne in the past. I just can't deal with it anymore. No. I've got Grealish at the minute, but probably once all their players are fit... Then, yeah, once Foden's back, exactly. De Bruyne then, is back. Then I'm going to have to look at swapping him out because I just can't deal with a headache. Yeah. Nothing winds me up more than on a Saturday morning and hearing that he's on the bench and bring him on for three minutes at the end just to rub insult, uh, rub salt into the wounds. So look, I can't deal with it, but Mares is, is a great, great option. He's a great player. Um, he doesn't need all the minutes to, to return the hall. So, you know, I can definitely see that. Um, Livermento, as a Livermento owner, it's pleasing to see. Uh, we got uh, Aiden, FPL casual, is our Chelsea juicer who was who was really bigging him up, saying what a what yeah. A, I brought him in on the back of that as yeah, well. Yeah, what so a great yeah. option he was um, yeah, yeah. at the start of the season. So I think you know, glad to uh, have a bit of knowledge um, from before, and obviously um, without a Southampton juicer as well, he's he's been banging on saying how, how good he's looked and like a proper right yeah. winger almost, you know, and might get pushed further up the pitch. So yeah, it's good to see. So you know, all the assets are ticking along. We've just got to keep our eye on Chris Wood, and, and we'll all be there. So, yeah, nice one. Thanks for that. Right. Should we do a bit of punditry, mate? Yeah, let's do it. Wait for what, man? Vote for Juice. Mentioned that at the start of the show. But, guys, if if you haven't voted for us at the Football Content Awards, please do jump on right now and give us a big up. And if we win, you will have our eternal... uh, Hugs for life. Hugs for life. Aggressive cuddles all round. Right, so, punditry. Oh, let me find it. Celine Dion Dublin was the uh, the graphic. So, first up, FPL Negan, Chris. He has gone with Chicago's Hard to Say I'm Sorry. Yeah, it's not bad. Do you know that one? Not bad. Not bad. It's yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Okay. He's, Chris a, always comes out with some bangers, though, doesn't he? Chris, Chris is a member. He's got the so record, hasn't he? He's good. Yeah, yeah. He's one. Yeah, yeah. So I've got FPL Dan, who's got Shania Twain Rooney. You're still the one. That's beautiful. Your order's always different to mine, so we'll have to. Uh, I know, but I'm, I'm kind of. I'm going from there down, so you just carry on going down from I've got Chris. FPL Cribsy. How you remind me by. Mikel Beck. So instead of Nickelback, 
John Obi Mikel. Yeah. And Beck. Is that a power ballad though? Yeah. Okay. It's not like you say sorry. You could, you one? know you could be in that band, you know. With the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chad Kroger, whatever his <laughs> name is. <laughs> right. Open World has come with Purple Cane. Purple Cane, very good. Yeah, it's very good. Uh the Everton Juicer. <laughs> We've got um Broken Ings by Mr. Mister. But he's put take ease as he broken ings and learn to fly. You know that song? No. You do. I don't. Take these broken wings and learn to fly again. Oh, you know I like song? it. You know just, just keep singing it. Just keep singing Bungle has gone with simply the Serginio Dest. <laughs> <laughs> Shoehorn that in. Uh, we've got Leah Noble, Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares to Giroud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. Um, I've got FPL Berardi. He's gone with Pink Floyd Hasselbank, another brick in the wall cart. I wouldn't even know that song, so I can't even sing it. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. No, I don't really know much about Pink Floyd, so. Another brick in the wall. This is, I feel like Ash is with us. (laughs) All in all, it's just another brick in the wall. You know, that's, yeah, Pink Floyd, a little little known band. Uh, FC Alidea has got Celine Dion's Joe Hart will go on. Not bad. (laughs) Mate, it's just your voice. I'm not even listening to it. It's just the voice. Um, FPL Doodles has gone with Like a Harry Candle in the Wind. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> Ronaldo. Oh, this is worse than Ash last year. <laughs> to be fair, Ash must know who Pink Floyd is. We're going to have to ask him next week. That's going to be his Ash meets well. Um Joe Widdison, runner up in uh, the Manager of the Month competition. Whitney Houston. I will always love Jocelyn. Jocelyn? What's the song? What's the song? Whitney Houston, I will always love you. Oh, yeah. My yeah, God. <laughs> it's about to be some. <laughs> God, you you got to get. I can't higher. do that one. That's, that's really going to. We're going to lose subscribers if I try and sing that one. Right. Nick Khan, he's got Foreigner. I want to know what and love is and love is. <laughs> Man, anyone who gets Peter and love into it. Yeah, no. He's automatic. Yeah. FPL Steve-O's also gone with Mr. Mr. Uh, Broken Ings. Okay. FPL fourth season has gone with I'm flying without Ings. <laughs> Ings is featuring a few times on this. Uh, David H, FPL Gills. Has gone I feel like I'm on X Factor. Kim Carnes. <laughs> He's got Kevin Davies eyes. Um, Do you know that song, Betty Davies eyes? No, brilliant. Who's that boy? <laughs> right. Um, I've got Paulie, who's got Savage Gordon, Cruelly Madly Deeny. 
Oh, he's gone triple up. Very good. Uh, Very I like good. that. Very good. Uh, FPL Yellow Army, Roberto, the Watford juicer has gone. Rob holding out for a hero till the morning is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Can you clip that one, James? <laughs> Beautiful. I've got FC Ali DR, who's gone with Celine oh, Dion's. Oh, will he? Yeah. Have you? Okay, right. <laughs> we go through these now. Uh, FPL Penguin, Fitzhall coming back to me now? Yes, Celine Dion. I've ne- what, the way I said that? or No, because I've never heard of that you know song. That song. <laughs> no. Because if you diss me like this, and if you hold me like that, you will last yeah, long ago, is that, is that but Fitzhall mm. coming back to me. Uh, you sound like Meatloaf. That's my aim. I'm trying to look like him. Isn't now. that? I thought. I've was... got the big cuffs coming that... as well. Oh, okay. Uh, FPL Norman Conquest has gone for Metallica. I'm not sure if it's a power ballad. It's a bit metal. This, but Metallica. Nothing else matters. Do you know Ma- that song? I don't know. Ever heard of Metallica? I've heard of them, but I don't know anything about them. <laughs> What's going on, Jay? <laughs> What's going know. on? What do you listen to? Uh, rap, hip hop, reggae. I mean, I love a bit of rap and hip hop and reggae, but I've also got a, you know. Can we just talk about Pep Guardiola rapping to Eminem this week? Because that's got to be the new report. I haven't seen that. Pep Guardiola no, rapping to Thomas Tuchel. Oh, Tuchel. I've yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wonder what you're talking about. Yeah, that is a great meme. I've got David H, who's come with Kim Khan's Kevin Davis eyes. No, we've done that one. Have we done that? <laughs> But yeah, uh, have we had... I'm as confused as probably when you first did it. <laughs> FPL, um... oh no, we are going through this now, aren't we? Trying to see which one. Rowan, Kiefer More Than A Feeling by Boston. Do you know oh one? yeah, I think I've heard of that one. <laughs> which one was we had? Everton Juicer. Ooh. I want Bruno what love is. A foreigner. I had that one, didn't I? Oh, I've already done that yeah, one. Yeah. I like, like Everton Juicer to actually sing that. Yeah. I've got Chelsea champions of Europe. I've got uh, Brian Adams. Everything Edu. Edu it for you. <laughs> Edu it for you. That's great. <laughs> that is very good. Uh, we've got FPL Noble Gent. God lift us up where we belong. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've heard that one. Um, I've got Delhi Ooze, Hakim in like a wrecking ball. Hakim in like a wrecking ball. Miley Cyrus? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's not a ballad, that's why I wasn't sure. That's a power ballad, wrecking ball. It's got definite power ballad vibes. Uh, Shania Twain Rooney. Oh, no, we had that one. Yeah. Uh, FPL Bono. There, Jason Yule B by Faith Hill. That song? Yeah, it should have been a U2 track. Um, you know that song? I think it's in uh, what's the Pearl Harbor? It's in that film. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm not watching Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I don't have access to any medium of multimedia at all. I've never listened to a song or watched a film in my life. It's basically Michael Owen. <laughs> that's, that's what we have here. I've got Sam Play. Yes. He's got Like a Kiss from Danny Rose. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Uh, we have 
Have we got any I others? I think that's it. I've got to the bottom. Amund has Bonnie Taylor. Total. Yeah, but he's written Taylor for a footballer name. Total click of the heart. Very good. Very good. Oh, I've got FPL line Z. Go on. Without <laughs> young Harry Needson. I've... Without you. Yeah. Harry right. Now that's Needson. what he said though. What's Nilsen, he said? Yeah. He said without. Without young. Yeah. As in young Minson. <laughs> yeah, but what's the song? Without you. By Nilsson. You know Mariah Carey did a cover of it. I can't live if living is without you. You've never heard that no. song, Jay. Guys, can we just <laughs> get on the street? Is there hang anyone else has not heard of these absolute most famous songs of all time? I sang a few of them. Amund, I think, uh, no, I do think it's a good one, Amund. But yeah, done better. FPL Careless. When a man a loves a woman. Oh, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> we got Max Brill with Scatman. Omibamidemi. <laughs> you know the Norwich defender. Well, it's not a power ballad, but it's a great shout. I'm a Scatman. <laughs> oh, you know that song, don't you? You know Scatman, but you don't know without you. This is all sorts of issues. Uh... <laughs> Purple cane, purple cane. Woo! Come on now! <laughs> purple cane, purple cane. I only wanna see you laughing in that purple cane. Honey, I know, I know the times are hard. <laughs> uh, right, that's no, it. That we got to pick a winner, mate. I had another one. Go, go, go on. No, then. no, my own. Your own one? Yeah. Well, but on the basis you know three songs, I'd hate to see what it's going to be. I had um, Mamma Mina. As in ABBA? Yeah. The power ballad of ABBA. That's right. <laughs> and then I, hang on, how is that not a power ballad? Is it- how is it a power Do you know what a power ballad is? I don't know, you threw me with... Um, a power ballad you, you threw is me with like Nickelback. a... It's an emotional, like... Heavy hitting, big voices, like big orchestral kind of build up and massive vocals. That's not and Nick- a love song. It's that, not. That's not Nickelback. Knowing really. me, knowing you. Oh. <laughs> it's like, but Nickelback's not a power ballad. How you remind me? It's big, isn't it? Big, or, bo- mm. big vocals, big isn't love it just song. Like, isn't that rock and roll? Rock. Mm. Right. I think I'm going to go with. <laughs> I think I'm going to go oh there's so many good ones this week he said um, uh, hard to say I'm sorry oh very good right By I'm going to go for I'm going to go for mm. have you got one no I know who I'm going for FPL Penguin Fitz Hall coming back to me now On the back of your performance, I'm going to go with Open World FPL with Purple Cane. Okay. They are both very strong. However, today's winner is Chris Irvine. No, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, no, really. It can't be because he's already won about ten. Yeah, so you've well, got to pick this one too. No, you've got to pick one of the two, James. Don't it's change hard the to rules. Say I'm sorry. Which one is it going to be? Chris. Which one is it going to be? On. Come on. There you go. <laughs> right, it's all coming back to me now. By default, what? is the winner. Okay, well, I do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you do the graphic, yeah. Can we not just have Purple Cane and have Nick just singing? Uh, no, we're not. There's, that's it there's for singing outrage. Now. Outrage. I'm not surprised. Exactly. Look, people hate you, James. And then Chris Irvine's just chucking him in. <laughs> <laughs> How can we be leavers if we go? Right. We've had enough now. So who? What's which one's won? Chris Irvine. It's not Chris Irvine. It's that's some bias there. What are you, James? You some sort of dodgy politician that's taking bungs? That's literally what you are. Is that right what now. you get when you sign up? So yeah. guys, don't forget, <laughs> vote for us. Listen, vote for this sham of a show. If they want to guarantee a punditry win, there's a very easy way of doing it. Beautiful. Right, oh. vote for this sham of a show at the Football Content Awards on the website or on Twitter. Uh, like, subscribe to the channel, all that stuff. Join us, more importantly, join us straight after this stream. We're going to be going live at the Juice Bar. We've got Mo, the Liverpool juicer. We've got Stephen, the Everton juicer. Yep. And we've got Roberto, the Watford juicer. So two in- interesting clubs and then uh, Roberto coming on as well. And we will be joined by all of them and having a chat for some proper FPL discussions. That's where we actually yeah. get some decent uh, insight into those teams, especially. Guys, remember to click that notification bell as long as the question is, do you even FPL? No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Of course <not>. we do. <laughs> Guys, Jay will see you later on in the week with the FPL juice. Do not miss it. It's the FPL juice Roundup Show! Apologies for your ears. We will see you You're next time. You're influencing me now. That's it. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Have a good week. Cheers.